0: You're listening to Progress in Mind and Body. This podcast aims to provide you with nutrition, lifestyle and mindset tips that you can take into your everyday life. So let's get started. So this is episode three, and today we're going to be talking about goal setting. Um, Over to you, Ben. You want to follow on from our last episode where we talked about the whys and getting our whys first before the goal setting? Uh, what's well, the next Laura, step yeah.
1: then that you would do yeah so as we discussed last time the why is the first part to us that's the most important part why do we want to achieve the goal mm-hmm. but once we've actually done that we need to put the structure in place of how we're going to do it that's the how so the why comes first now now comes the how um a lot of you will probably be familiar with smart goals and what smart goals are all about um you know it, it's worked out you know, um Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. There might be other words in there based on whatever you've seen online or whatever your business has used or whatever you followed previously. Um just to break it down, um, specific, yeah, it's got to be specific. It can't just be a general, I want to lose weight. It's got to be I want to lose two stone. It's got to mm-hmm. be specific. It must be measurable as well. So you're you're measuring it against. Um, or how do you measure it? There must be a way to measure it. So you, you know, it can't be just some kind of goal that you want to say, "I want to get better at uh, running." Well, how are you going to measure that? You know, mm-hmm. you need to measure it. So uh, if that's the case, then I'll measure it by the speeds, you know, yeah. over distances. Yeah. Or you um, want to grow your business?
0: It. How much per month do you want to grow your business? And and is Absolutely. it a monetary growth or is it? And
1: yeah, okay. Yeah. How How do you measure measure it so yeah that yeah. you're correct so it could be your business it could be you know at the moment I have five employees by the end of the year I want to have 10 mm-hmm. um, yeah. or at the moment my business's income is 1 million a year and I want to increase that next year to 1.5 million yeah. so then it's really measurable um, yeah. then the next part is achievable so is it actually achievable you know, um, mm-hmm. it, you know to, to, to achieve whatever it is that you're trying to do and then it's the realistic part to it. Yeah. You know, is it actually realistic? Which I want to expand on that part probably in a, in a, a few minutes on um, the realistic part because I feel that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then time bound is important because if you know, it's all very well having these grand aspirations and these goals in place, long-term, short-term, um, whatever your goals are. But if you don't actually put a time scale to it then, how long is it going to take? You know, how long's a piece of string? And you when are you going to, to know that you got
0: there or not
1: got there? Correct. Mm-hmm. And um, there's this whole thing. I I don't know what your beliefs around this, Laura, are, and it would be interesting to get your kind of thoughts on it, putting you on the spot here. But um, to me, time scales or time um, things being time bound is a source of applying pressure mm-hmm. to yourself. Now, I'm not meaning pressure in. A, An unkind way to yourself yeah. because if it's realistic and it's achievable to achieve your goal within the time you want
0: it right so if your why is there enough the time will not be negative pressure no it it won't it'll be positive pressure
1: it is and then therefore it's necessary pressure Mm -hmm. and the pressure to actually push you a little out of your comfort zone which as we know is the way to progress and the way to grow as a person Mm -hmm. and that's how you achieve so time bound to me is very important because the timing is the thing that applies the pressure at the end once you discover, uh, discover how you're going to achieve the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know you're very keen on um uh long-term and short-term goals. Um what's your kind of thoughts around that then?
0: Well, I just think I suppose that comes in that kind of helps for me with the that the realistic bit because you know we talked in the last episode about the blue sky kind of goal. Yeah. You know, you've got a blue sky goal, but how do you get there? You know? So it's, you know, breaking it down, being realistic, can it, it first of all, am I going to be able to get there? So am I, you know, and I, I kind of did this whenever I before I did the marathon, it was like, you know, can I actually physically run that far? You know, um and and then broke it down to kind of get there. So it's yes. Um Yeah, I think it works for me. Um, And I just then don't, I think if you do break it down into those shorter goals, once you've reached them, they're like milestones and you can then celebrate them. Because I think if the goal is really big and it's too far away, you have got to have those moments of being able to celebrate for yourself along the way.
1: A hundred percent agree. And do you know, I think the other part is that if you set that yourself you know for example the marathon like you're talking about if you if you were somebody who'd only just started running and let's just say you were going through a couch to 5k kind mm-hmm. of idea um running 26.2 miles may not seem achievable to you yeah. in that moment in time it yeah. seems very far away in the distance it kind of mm-hmm. seems like it's not attainable mm-hmm. and um Breaking it down into small chunks mm-hmm. and small targets and milestones, like you say, which you can celebrate, um, is all again part of enjoying the journey. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's it's the journey from where you are now to where you want to be, mm-hmm. and realizing that it's a you, you know smaller steps as opposed mm-hmm. to one massive step, one massive bound to you know the distance you're trying to run or the weight you're trying to be at or whatever it is. Yeah.
0: And like, I think of that with, you know, with with clients of mine, I don't know why this is coming to my head, but with pain, you know, so if they've got chronic pain, and their goal is to be pain free, is that yeah. realistic? And is that realistic in a couple of months? You know, or is that realistic in a year? And, and what does pain free? You know, where's your pain? Now here comes in the measurable, but you know, right now, my pain is nine out of nine out of 10 or 10 out of 10. I would love it. You know, I would really like it to be five out of 10 in three months, do you
1: know? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's the biggest thing I come across probably with clients um, of mine would be that the realistic part, you know, and and how realistic is it what you're wanting to achieve? You know, if somebody comes to me and and tells me that they want to earn a million pounds um, this year from their business, and I asked them the question, how much are you earning currently? Mm-hmm. Um, they say, I'm earning probably about £5,000 in a year. So is it realistic to earn a million yeah. in in the next year? OK, maybe not. But is it realistic to earn that in five years' time? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, people overestimate what they can achieve in a year, but underestimate what they can achieve in a decade. And... Um, It's understanding that the the, the aspirations that they often have. And listen, I I know this because I've 100% been in this position where I've expected unbelievable things from myself that never were realistic. And all that ever happens when something's realistic, it was never achievable in the first place if it's unrealistic. Mm -hmm. And you fail. And when you fail... You beat down on yourself and you feel crap about yourself and it affects your confidence and it affects your self-esteem.
0: So and most people then give up.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And then that brought, we'll go into more detail about this obviously in our next session, which is about failure, yeah. um, as well, uh, failing goals. But you know, people give up at this point, and um yeah, I think uh it's so important to keep it realistic. I think that's that's the key part that all of us have been guilty of falling down on i'm a massive believer in setting yourself up for the win mm-hmm. every goal that you're trying to achieve should be achievable yeah. there's no point in saying something along the lines of i'm going to work out six days a week is that achievable for you to do that is it realistic yeah
0: yeah uh, yes. like a mom Anna, like girl. a mummy, young kids and I, you know you know and because I, I, I have a client who um I just love her and she used to meditate a lot before she had a little girl and she'll probably listen to listen she'll know what I mean and I remember in one of our sessions she's like I used to get up every morning and meditate and I want to do that again and the next week she's like I've only managed it twice and I'm like and at the time our little girl was like six months or seven months yeah. i'm like <laughs> twice out of seven days is pretty good but her good. expectations were that she would be able to do it seven days
1: correct you know. so and, it's oh, like whenever how many times that happens yeah. laura and um it there's a big difference i think you know if if your client said you know sets herself out to meditate um seven days a week with a, with a small child mm. um and uh, does it twice that affects our self-confidence and our self-esteem. If she says and flips it and says, I will, you know, um make sure that I meditate at least twice a week. That's my minimum standard for yeah. myself. That's been my non-negotiable. Um, that I will do a minimum twice per week. And if she does two times, she's achieved her goal. But if she does it four times, she feels fantastic. Exactly. I've done two over it. And there's Whereas, a
0: celebration piece. It is.
1: And, yeah. and it's a big difference between that and setting yourself up unrealistically mm-hmm. to do it seven times a week. And still doing four times a week, which, by the way, would still be fantastic. Yeah. But the mindset difference, the psychology difference between the two totally is different. I failed because there was three days I didn't do I it, didn't as it. opposed to celebrating yeah. the fact that I did two yeah. days over my minimum two days target. Yeah. I've four, you know. So, yes.
0: Completely. And More I also realistic. want to bring in, I think it's really important. And I think there's a, there's a common thread. I probably will be saying this in absolutely every episode that we do in that. When we're setting the goals, we should set the goals for ourselves. You know, we should look at our reality. So, you know, I want to bring my example again with the running back in again. You know, whenever I looked at the marathon, it was like, you know, realistically, will I be able to do it? The distance, yes. Am I going to be able to do it as fast as so many folks that live in the village here who are like speedy legs? No, but does that matter? No. You know, so my reality is I don't run as I don't train to run fast either. So if I wanted, that's a whole other conversation. But I just like running. So my goal was to get to do the marathon, you know, and to enjoy it. I I didn't, but, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, you know, it's, yeah, I think it's also really important to say whenever you're looking at that goal, and I spoke about the vision that I do with my clients sometimes as well, it's about, again, listening to you and your body isn't that
1: absolutely really
0: important and not what what your next door neighbor's doing or somebody on instagram
1: and what is it they say comparison is the thief of joy don't they and um
0: but the world know, is so set up for comparison oh 100%, um, and right. you know yourself as a parent i don't know if dads feel it in the same way that mums do but mums feel comparison and along with mum guilt more than any oh, other emotion
1: i know this i i mean only I know this from my own wife but also um for, I work with a lot of mums mm-hmm. and you know moms are unbelievably hard on themselves and um you guys need to be a lot kinder to yourselves because mm-hmm. you do an amazing job and I know that for sure and I know that firsthand. But um yeah I suppose going back to what you were saying with regards to your run there as well it's you know and it's important that we do it for ourselves mm-hmm. that they're our our goals—they're mm-hmm. our—you know—I—I I plan to do a marathon next year. I've not done one before. I'm not doing it to get any record-beating time. I'm not—certainly not going to be competing with Mo Farah, you know, mm-hmm. um, anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to get it done. And I want to get it done because I want to be able to say that I've run a marathon. Um, I want for to yourself. be able to say that I can run a marathon because I want to challenge myself. Mm-hmm. And I, um, it's for me if I'm going back to finding my why here, my the why, the reason I want to do the marathon is a self-esteem thing for me. It's to give me confidence um, because I know that if I can achieve that distance, something which I've always told myself I couldn't do, yeah, yeah. I can prove to myself I can. And Including. by proving myself I can, that's yeah. going to give me an awful lot of uh, um, self-esteem. But I'm not doing it till next October. That's realistic.
0: What are you doing? What one are
1: you going to do? I'm going to
0: do Loch Ness. Okay, that's the one I've just done.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't ask me anymore because nope, you might no, change no, your I mind.
1: <laughs> I don't want to put myself off. No.
0: <laughs> no, I was really good, but but you know, coming back to what you just said, I remember, um, I've always I've run for a, quite a long time, but I've whenever people have said to me, "Would you not do a marathon?" Straight out of my mouth, "Oh no, I don't have that in me." Right. So yes. I didn't have the belief in myself yes. that I could do it. And it was such a clear black and white. No, I can't. And there was just one day that I went, "Why not? Who says? Who's telling me no? You know." And my mindset just changed completely. And that actually, I do want. I'm forty next year as well. um, And my first one I was going to do was next year, and then I thought way too much pressure, so I did did it this year. Um, But yes, it's it was for me and not just because other people were saying, but I stopped myself because I was definitely so guilty of saying, oh, no, no, I could, I, that's not, I'm not that kind of runner, you know?
1: Yes, yes. But it's
0: just that self-talk is amazing, isn't it? Um, And how we can either bring ourselves down or pick ourselves up. And that's kind of flows in quite nicely with the, the, the failure too. Because if I had set myself up for, running a marathon I did it in four twenty-four or something right yeah if I had set myself up to do it in three hours which obviously is not realistic I would not have managed and I would have failed and I would have just and to be honest you know complete transparency I do feel like I failed in it because my goal was to enjoy it and I did not enjoy the last the not that anybody really does but I really wasn't expecting to hate it as much as I did but I've signed up for my next one understanding and knowing that it will be mentally as tough as it is and um, that makes it more realistic
1: what I would say to you Laura this is me giving you some coaching here right <laughs> but, um, <laughs> if so if you are going ahead and your goal is to enjoy um, the marathon you need to set yourself some key indicators as to what enjoyment looks like So, I mean, um, if you'd
0: seen me at the end, you would know what
1: enjoyment does not look like, like. but it could be if you set yourself clear kind of targets. And this is, I suppose, back into the smart kind of things as well. The measurable side Mm -hmm. of it. How could you measure your enjoyment? If you said you part of your enjoyment of running the Loch Ness Marathon was to run in beautiful surroundings, that's a tick straight away. And that's a way to enjoy it. It's being out in the fresh air, and good for your mental health. That's a tick because that's part of your enjoyment. Some of it we won't always. The enjoyment's probably not going to be down to how your body feels yeah. at the end, but it could be all the things that happen throughout, and yeah. also the enjoyment of the journey and the yeah. process to get in your body into a situation where you can confidently and comfortably run, well, comfortably enough, run twenty six point two miles. So it's it, it's about measuring it. And mm-hmm. working out specifically what what's going to bring mm-hmm. me enjoyment yeah. and maybe something to consider next time, and you're doing the next time, so you must enjoy that a certain degree because the second marathon's happening.
0: Well, actually, <laughs> all those things that you've just listed, I was like, yes, 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 yes. Like I really, I think, and this is, we I'm talking far too much about it, but whenever I think about the first twenty miles. I was on a high, I was loving, it was, it was in, it was 10 out of 10 joy, like, if you, the photos of me going, like, actually going around Loch Ness, I was like, like, literally, I was like, this the whole time, <laughs> but it was from mile 20, where I, it, it was a real low, and it was such an emotional, such an obvious emotional shift, yes. that I wasn't expecting, you know, Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But now that you're saying it, I'm like, well, actually, why am I telling myself I didn't enjoy it? Because for the majority of it, I really did.
1: You did. It was only a small percentage. And at the end of the day, there's a lot of positives to take from that. Also, even the last six miles, Mm -hmm. because Mm there are areas that you can learn from for next time. What can I do Mm -hmm. differently? And also next time, you know what to expect. So that was, I mean, to me, that's hitting the wall, isn't it, really? And uh, yeah. you know, it's, and you all
0: talk about it, all because I've obviously got so many correct. friends in the fitness industry, and I, I'm really passionate about fitness. So I listened to a lot of podcasts and read. Everybody talks about it, but I hadn't felt it really to the same extent. Yes,
1: that's so right. So I
0: think until you actually. I suppose it's the same as being a parent. Until you're a parent, you you've got no idea. Nobody you can't read a book about it.
1: You know? No, there's no manual on how how to be a parent. <laughs>
0: so we're gonna chat about um failures. Um yes. failures versus falling in our in our next episode, and um, which I'm really looking forward to.
1: Good. Thank me you. too. Thank you. Thanks, Laura. Cheers.